0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good afternoon. Happy Tuesday and welcome to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts today and Grant Running the board. Colleen will be back with us tomorrow. Holly, hey. Hey,
1: I want to try something quick.
0: What are you going to try?
1: Okay, didn't work. Carry on. Let's okay, talk. Okay,
0: yeah, nice try. That's not going to work. <laughs> I know what I think you were trying to do, and it's hard. Mm. Grant, I didn't give you a heads up, but if you see anything in our system called red light, green light. It,
1: it doesn't exist, Bradley. It we doesn't? haven't. No, we haven't made that yet. We have Why a did reboot. We, 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 did. Well, we have a reboot or get the boot. <laughs> right? That's a segment Still, Grant, that we <laughs> if you find it. Let me know. I'll <laughs> For
0: those of you who have no clue, um, Holly, quick, make an intro. Red light, green light.
1: Red light, green light. This is a segment where Colleen and Bradley play Hollywood executives and get to decide whether an upcoming project gets the red light or gets the green light. Green light being slang in Hollywood for it's a go. It's a
0: go, kids. It's a go. (laughs) Here's what we must ponder today in our um, metaphorical (sighs) producer-director room, uh, greenlighter room. Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem playing Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz with Aaron Sorkin directing something called Being the Ricardos for Amazon Studios. Okay, so you're probably wondering what this is, but this story came out yesterday that Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem are in negotiations to play Lucy and Desi for Amazon uh, and Aaron Sorkin in something called Being the Ricardos, which is apparently a film about the relationship between Lucy and Desi. And um, it was written, I guess, by... uh, having penned the re- screen oh so he wrote it as yeah, well and it he's going like, to direct it too yeah so he's not only going to direct it but he wrote uh this script as well and it will be uh of course produced for amazon studios and something called escape Artists. so that's what we know i know a little bit more but what is your gut reaction holly as a mover and shaker in hollywood mm-hmm. at least that's the role you're playing right now uh how does this news strike you
1: Oh, well, it strikes me like a big tablespoon of Vita Vita Vegemint.
0: Cute. I see what you did there. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Meaning it doesn't really taste very
0: good. Yeah, so, But it's full of alcohol.
1: Yeah, it is full of alcohol. So this project, you know, a couple other details about this being the Ricardos or what is it? Yeah, I want to get it. Being the Ricardos. It's going to take place during the production of... Of I Love Lucy, a week in the life, a slice of life. So the project is purportedly going to start in the way that many weeks on a sitcom do with a table read on Monday and then ending on Friday afternoon or evening with the taping before a live studio audience. And so within that construct, Aaron Sorkin wants to tell the story of the relationship between Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz.
0: And it also, um, in just the tiny bit we know, says that this film will take place uh, as Lucy and Desi face a crisis that could end their careers and another that could end their marriage. Dun, dun, dun. dun, dun. Um, and I've been to that Paramount studio where this all took place. Yeah, yeah. Because I think it's now technically right next to where Dr. Phil um Films his program.
1: Yeah, my office at Paramount Studios was right across from the place that was supposed to be a recreation of Lucille Ball's hometown square.
0: See? It was a daycare. Which, by the way, that hometown square also uh, shows up in such TV shows as The Brady Bunch, etc. Anyway, so, um, okay. My gut reaction to if we're playing Hollywood producers, if if, uh, somebody's trying to make this pitch to me with the names Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem attached. I know instantly what they're trying to do is get some sort of um, award, probably an Academy Award, if not all the others.
1: You mean they're not trying to get a Cable Ace Award, Bradley? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> with this?
0: Um, it just sounds very much like catnip for the Academy Awards because it is it involves two A-list Hollywood actors playing the roles of a... Plus, list Hollywood celebrities. And we all know that the Academy loves, loves an impersonation film. Oh, yeah. They love uh, a biopic. Mm-hmm. Um, and they love to award uh, Academy Awards to the people who play the famous people in these biopics. So, for, like, I understand what's going on here, but if I'm playing producer, I'm not so sure. Because I don't, I don't see Nicole Kidman as uh, Lucille Ball. Now that could be my own bias. We can talk about that. But Holly, a lot of people have seen not Nicole Kidman, but in response to the story, uh, Deborah Messing in the role of Lucille Ball. And I'm not so sure you're so sure that that's a good idea either. Am I right? <laughs> you're
1: totally right. So. To backstep a little bit on this project, it was Kate Blanchett who was first in negotiations to play Lucille Ball in this movie, being the Ricardos. So we heard about this, oh gosh, months ago. I don't know, whatever time and space, right? But you know, speaking Bradley to the point that this would be award clickbait, so to speak. You know, going with Kate Blanchett, she has fulfilled all the criteria. Kate Blanchett won an Academy Award for playing Katherine Hepburn in the movie The Aviator. Mm -hmm. So she's already kind of fulfilled that promise, and she's proven that she can play Hollywood icons and she can really get into the role. Now, people had a lot of gut reactions to Nicole Kidman being cast as Lucille Ball, allegedly, mainly being like, girl you don't look like lucille ball at Mm -hmm. all like what what are you trying to do so then people's brains went to deborah messing who did an i love lucy tribute on a recent episode of will and grace she had the comedic timing she had the look of lucy down so a lot of people are like well why do you not cast deborah messing in this role it totally makes sense yeah i don't think that that would be a good idea.
0: No, and you can see that if producers are going for an A-list name, Deborah Messing is probably not at the top of that list, right? Like, you don't... Like, I can see a a movie producer being like, you're not gonna get butts in seats for Deborah Messing, but you get them for Nicole Kidman! That's right! We get the financing! Right? Like, you can see that that formula. Yeah. uh, That, you know, that logic. But just from, like, I'm sitting in a seat watching a film... I feel like there is an actress out there who would just kill this role. And I don't think it's Nicole Kidman. And it's probably because I just have a... Th- I find Nicole Kidman to be terribly distracting in in movies and TV shows. How and, so? Well, um, like, in fact, the last thing I can think of that I enjoyed Nicole Kidman in was a movie <laughs> called The Hours.
1: Okay, that was 20 years ago.
0: Exactly. Did you watch, though, um, The Undoing?
1: I did not. On HBO?
0: So she... That's the most recent role I've seen Nicole Kidman in. Mm -hmm. And I was distracted by her the entire time. Because I felt like... I just find there to be something artificial about the way she is acting. And I don't know what that means, and I haven't really thought too much about it. But I I found myself terribly distracted by um, her, like it took me out of the, the movie constantly to think about her. And I don't know why. Um, but I just, I'm not sure I see it. So that's, (laughs) that's just my gut reaction. I would be very cautious. I also think, you know, as somebody who's obsessed mildly and has been throughout the years with, um, the story of, you know, Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz, like a lot of people, right? Like, Growing up when I did, um, you know, I had a fascination with Lucy, of course, um, because it was just a part of my consciousness from a very early age, thanks to reruns. Um, And and also, you know, I've read her uh, autobiography. I don't even know if it was her autobiography. I'm assuming it was actually a biography. Now that I think about it. But anyway, feeling like I've I've I know a little bit about her, I just I don't know. I just don't yeah. feel it. Well that's
1: the thing. When people were like, don't do Nicole Kidman in this role, have Deborah Messing. Well, Deborah Messing did an impersonation of Lucille Ball acting as Lucille Ricardo on I Love Lucy, right? Yeah. So she wasn't actually portraying Lucille Ball. Because Lucille Ball was a very different person off-screen than she was on I Love Lucy. Yeah. And uh, recently, you know, one of the things that we've kind of become obsessed with on the Colleen and Bradley show is the wonderful app Pluto TV. Yes. It's fabulous. Well, one of the channels on Pluto TV is dedicated 24-7 to old Johnny Carson reruns. And within the past month, maybe this was a couple of weeks ago, happened upon an interview between Johnny Carson and Lucille Ball. Mm -hmm. And Lucy is gruff. Oh, yeah. Lucy is... She's... She takes... She suffers no fools gladly. Yeah. And so there is this harshness to the actual Lucille Ball. She's very
0: much like John Wayne. Oh, yeah. In a way. Sure. <laughs> in a way, right? Like, she just... She, there is a... There is a... I know, you don't know, because I was there before it all began. Oh, like, there's yeah. just a knowledge and a confidence Yes. In her ability, um, having also watched a lot of interviews with her, um, you know, during and after her success, like she just almost some would argue almost a cartoonish overconfidence Mm -hmm. evidenced by the color of her hair.
1: Sure. But the, but think about what Lucille Ball was actually doing in the entertainment industry back in the 1950s, which I hope ultimately this movie being the Ricardos addresses that Lucille Ball was a tough producer and they were doing things. She and the um, Desi Arnaz were doing things in the television industry, basically pioneering it. And setting the template for the television industry as it existed, well, I mean, things have changed a little bit. But we wouldn't have so many of the things that we had, like, I mean, Star Trek, for example, wouldn't have that without Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. I mean, so there are a lot of things that I don't know if Nicole Kidman is going to capture that grit of Lucille Ball in the way that I would hope... Would be portrayed in this movie because that's a story that deserves to be told.
0: And another sort of argument against having somebody like a Deborah Messing play her, who yeah, like maybe she can put on the right makeup and look the part. I direct you no further than um, I think it was twenty nineteen's um, movie. Was it just called Judy with Renee Zellweger? Yeah. Um, where Renee Zellweger single-handedly embodied the role of Judy Garland at a very specific point in her life in a way that completely shocked me when I watched it, mm-hmm. and I have mad, profound respect. So it's not that I'm opposed to people you don't see at first blush playing the role. Right. Um, it's it's just, I, I guess prove me wrong. Yes. That's what I'm saying.
1: Yes. Open. I think ultimately I mean I'll speak for myself as a Hollywood producer and Bradley maybe you have the same uh, feelings is that okay Nicole Kidman do this role we await to be delighted by yes. you. Yes.
0: You must delight us now <laughs> Nicole. I get to work. Otherwise you're done here. <laughs> okay well we are done here which means we're going to move on right. to another segment in form in the form of a Dirt Alert update from our good friend Elizabeth Reese right here on My Talk 107.1